Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, as you know, got married in Vegas Wednesday night after the Billboard Music Awards by Elvis or an Elvis impersonator. And it just so happened to be the 52nd anniversary of the real Elvis's marriage to Priscilla Presley. Who knew? I did not know that. They had planned, well, a real Elvis fan would have known. <laughs> they had planned uh, They had planned this a week in advance. It did seem planned because there were so many details to it. Uh, that's when they booked the little white wedding chapel. But in order to keep it on the down low, they, they didn't say who was getting hitched. And it was pretty low key. They didn't even have real rings because they exchanged those ring pops you were talking about. Uh, Nick and Kevin Jonas were there to act as groomsmen, but their wives didn't show. Country stars Dan and Shay sang Sophie Down the Aisle, and Diplo and Cal were in attendance. Sources say Joe and Sophie are going to have a formal ceremony in France, but uh, they did this so that they would be legitimately married in the U.S. Oh, nice. Yeah, so congratulations to them. Well, there's some baby news, and it's not the royal baby, although I will give you an update on that. But Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are expecting another baby. How exciting. I love those two. These, uh, she was out last night. She was walking the red carpet. And of course, everyone was kind of looking at her because she looked like she had a baby bump. But a lot of times when people ask, like, are you pregnant? They're like, no, I had a burrito or I'm just like feeling fat today. (laughs) Right. But they asked her and she did. She confirmed it. She was like, yep, I'm pregnant. We don't exactly know when the baby is due, but they already have uh, two daughters, a four-year-old named James and a two-year-old named Inez. And uh, it looks like this baby's going to be coming. I don't know. She looks, I would say, about halfway-ish, if not a little bit more. And then the other news. Sorry, do you want to go? Yeah, no, go for it. So the other news I wanted to tell you guys about was Meghan Markle. There is so much speculation that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have already given like have already had the baby. Baby's now, here. If when they do make the announcement, will they say when the baby was born? Will, yes. Okay. So we'll know how long it's been around. So they'll come out and say, you know, the prince or princess of Sussex, blah 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 blah. Who whatever. was born a month and a half ago? Yeah. Because remember, they come out and they read like the official thing, and the queen has to like sign off on it. Yes. But the reason why everyone is speculating that the baby is already here, even though we don't have official word, is is that they continue to get visitors. For example, like William and Kate went and saw her around Easter, and then oh. the queen made an official visit to see her also. Oh, so we think the kid's been around that long. Well, I don't. I don't know about that long, but I do remember I was reading their birth plan and they were saying like they weren't going to parade the baby around. They were going to kind of reveal that the baby was here within their own time. Right. So I guess maybe they are kind of doing that. But everyone is really thinking that it is going to be either this weekend or it's already happened because Prince Harry has signed up to go to Norway. Was it? I told you yesterday. Uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Okay. So he signed up to go to the Netherlands on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. And okay. they're like, he's not going to be traveling. Traveling if he hasn't already had the baby right. or if they know when it's coming. So. Okay, so then official for him to word. do that, this weekend would make the most yeah. sense. Official word any day now, I'm speculating. Right. I don't and know. Maybe it'll be today. Who knows? I don't know. All right, in other e-news this morning, Kelly Clarkson, who hosted the Billboard Music Awards Wednesday night and performed twice, did so knowing that her appendix had to come out. She'd been suffering from appendicitis all week. 
And hours after the show, she couldn't take it anymore. She tweeted, not going to lie, I may or may not have broken down in tears after the show from pain. But Doesn't that hurt, like, really badly? Well, and isn't it dangerous to so. take a chance and push it like that? Belting. Like, she just burst? doesn't gently sing. She's no. like, ah. uh, She said, I flew home directly after the event, nailed the surgery early this morning, and I'm feeling awesome now. Bye-bye, appendix. It sounds like she planned to have the procedure after the show, and it wasn't an emergency thing. And I've I've never experienced that, and I don't know how that goes. But I know Jacob Jensen, if you remember, he had to have an emergency appendectomy. Yeah, and uh, it's hard for him to you know express pain. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that was pretty remarkable. One of the other things I wanted to mention too is uh, Rami Malik, if you recall. When it came to singing the Queen songs in Bohemian Rhapsody, um, they would sort of like layer in his voice with Freddie Mercury's voice, but it was mostly Freddie Mercury that he was. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Clip syncing too, and he did a phenomenal job because he would actually sing on set and then they would just sort of time Dub it and match in. it. And, and it looked really good. However... In the upcoming Elton John movie, Rocket Man, uh, Taron Egerton takes the plunge like he does all the singing. Elton says it was very important to him that Taron do his own singing, and he's been astonished with the results. Does which he sound pretty good? Elton says he does. Now, time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. How to save 1500 bucks a month. What is trickle ghosting? And some of the annoying things you're doing when you're in an Uber and a Lyft. I'll tell you what they are. It is Friday, the 3rd of May, 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, by the way, with today being the 3rd of May, Cinco de Mayo is Sunday. And as you're drinking that blended margarita or eating authentic Mexican food, like, uh, ooh, a crunch wrap supreme to celebrate it. <laughs> or maybe a walking taco. Uh, something. It's uh, probably good to know why. About three out of four people say they will celebrate the holiday in one way or another, but only 10% of people know why. A survey gave people five choices for what Cinco de Mayo is about, and the correct answer came in last. Like uh, it's the wing of a battle, right? Everybody always says it's Mexican Independence it's not, Day, though, but that is not correct. It's it's the equivalent of our Battle of Concord. Yeah, it's, it's like just the, some random battle. Is it the day that the? Let me just guess. The day that the United States won the battle and liberated Mexico from France. Uh, it is the anniversary of Mexico's victory over France. I don't know what role the United States played in that. 
But it was uh, the anniversary of Mexico's victory over France in the Battle of Puebla on May 5th of 1862. That correct answer only got 10% of the vote. There is a Mexican Independence Day. It's just not on Cinco de Mayo. It's on September 16th. Mm. Uh, let's How see. How did we get involved then? Just because we like to eat Mexican food? I'm a little rusty on my <laughs> Mexican-American uh, history. But I will say that... 26% of respondents thought that it was just a general celebration of Mexican-American culture, which is what I thought. Oh, yeah. And every year I'm schooled, and every year I forget. <laughs> what else do we have here this morning? Oh, how to save some money. I mean, you got to pay bills and buy food each month, right? But how much could you save if you cut out all the non-essentials? You know, you've heard of people like when, the, when there's a job loss in the family, especially if it's... The, the the major breadwinner, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they'll sit down and they'll go over their budget and they'll say, okay, listen, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be out of work, so let's go through all of our expenses, what are musts and what are wants. What can we cut? What are, yeah, basic necessities, essentials, and uh, what are the luxuries? According to this survey, the average American could save $1,500 a month, $1,497 to be exact, or about $18,000 a year if they just stuck to the essentials. The top non-essential things we spend on, what do you think is number one on that list? Food. Food. Eating out. (laughs) Yeah, eating out. Dinner at restaurants. We're all guilty of it. Oh, yeah. That's uh, at least $209 a month. That's the average. I'm sure it's more for some. $209 a month? $209 a month is the average that we would save right there. Uh, Let's not forget drinks with friends or coworkers. Happy hour. That's another couple hundred dollars a month you could save. Um, again, back to food, takeout or delivery for dinner. That's a big thing now. Everybody's got access to, if not Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub or something, or if not takeout, that's another couple hundred dollars a month. Uh, going out for lunch instead of packing a lunch, $174 a month savings right there. We talked about impulse purchases the other day. When you average it out over the course of a month, it's a little over $100 a month you'd be saving there. So the top five alone that I just went through add up to almost $900. Wow. And then you start getting into Ubers and Lyfts for non-essential trips. Uh, they're all kind of essential when we take them. Because you're drinking. Because we're going to be drinking too much, yeah. But that came in at number two, was drinks with friends or coworkers I'm is non-essential. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Personal care like massages or manicures. Oh, no. Not essential. Uh, subscription boxes like Blue Apron or FabFitFun. You'd be you'd save $100 a month there. Um, your streaming services. Another $100. Online shopping for things you don't really need. Mm-hmm. Another hundred dollars. That's hard. I do that a lot often. Like if I'm just online and, you know, something will pop up and be like, oh, we should try this. Or we should get that. Yeah. Well, Let's do you ever order it? Even even if you're not going through financially tough times, do you ever just kind of sit down and say, all right, I'm spending more money than I want to. Mm-hmm. Let's go through and see what am I blowing money on that I don't need to be blowing money on? And Every now and then, I'll find a subscription that I either don't read anymore or a streaming service I don't use, uh, maybe a blog or something that I, I don't know, just just stuff that I 
signed up for or maybe pay a monthly fee for and don't need. Like I've been paying for uh, internet storage on one of my computers that I don't even come close to using, and it's only $10 a month, but still. Yeah, but that's $120 a year. Exactly. Doing something else with. Right. So it's just stemming that bleeding, Mm -hmm. that slow bleed. It drives me crazy, though, because I hate throwing away food. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you spend your hard-earned money on, you know, on avocados. And, you know, there's like a three or four day rule with an avocado, most of them. Right. Like last night I had to throw away an orange and an avocado because we didn't eat them. And I'm like, why? Why aren't we just eating these instead of running through wherever? I am right there with you. I wanted to buy some celery the other day as an example. And, you know, it's not that expensive. It's what, a couple of bucks at the most. But still, I use a fraction of this big giant celery head. Yeah. And I don't eat it. I can't eat it as fast as it. As it goes away. Yes. I did read that that's the hot new celebrity trend. What? Celebrity? Right now celery? is celery juice or things like mm-hmm. mixing celery and everything. It's supposed to be really, really good for inflammation in your body. Mm. It's known to help with headaches and also help with allergies. I need to eat the bleep out of that yeah. stuff for all three of those reasons then. The chick on the, um, the real, um, ah, Andrea, Audrina, I can't remember her name offhand, but she's like going on and being like, oh, it's amazing. I have inflammation everywhere. I need to start eating celery. Maybe I maybe I can pour through that celery. You should just, you know, I'm just going to eat celery all day. Just pour ranch or put some uh, ants on a log. Dude, you look great. We made the commitment this summer to uh, work in the backyard. So it's a, a cool place to hang out and we're close so that we don't go spend $50 on happy hour patio drinking. We could just, Hey, yeah. y'all come over to our house. There you go. And we'll sit in the back and we'll open up this yeah. six pack of beer that we bought. All those things are awesome. But every now and then you're like, I got to get out of here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's, how we it's are. It's still going to happen. But if we can do like every other time mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just for a little while, like you have a little revolving door at, listen, we're going to have a little happy hour here from like, I don't know. Five to seven. Yeah. Five to seven or four to eight or. And then get three out. Three to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Two to ten. <laughs> Feel free to swing in. You can come by at any time during that period. You can leave any time. There's no commitment. If there's something we don't have or we don't stock, feel free to bring it yourself. In fact, just bring it yourself and some snacks. <laughs> Better so yet. Pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What is the best night to do that? Is it is it Thursday night? I love a good Thursday night get together. But is there I also ever a bad night. To I also do it? am cool with Monday or yeah. Tuesdays. Uh, Wednesday's kind of cool. Some people aren't in the headspace. Like if you say, hey, we're doing happy hour and it's a Tuesday night. Like for me, I just kind of want to be home on Tuesday nights. Yeah, there, and Monday nights. There's like one night a week that we're like, hey, we, we have gotta, to stay home. We just gotta. But don't you feel like you can be easily swayed? Oh yeah. Like, that's something I remember. Yeah, it depends on who it is. Yes, before we had Penelope, I just remember people would be like, we're going to be, we're like, we'll be there. We don't care where you're going to be. We're going to go. Right. All right, let me run this by you. You know, we all think we have great palates, which make you appreciate good coffee or 20-year-old scotch or something. But according to a new study, when you really get down to it, you're not in coffee or alcohol for the taste. No. The study, this study anyway, says that the main reason we drink coffee and alcohol is because we like the buzz. Now, I could not disagree with this more. I go, I go, I do like it because of the buzz, though. Well, I'm not saying I don't. Yeah. But to say that 
I don't like coffee because of the taste. I can tell you right now, if I'm out of town or if I don't have access to a Dunkin' Donuts and I get coffee from, you know, some break room or at a hotel that doesn't have it, I can tell the difference. Yeah. And it's not pleasant. I also can tell the difference, too. Like when we go to Mexico and they are like growing their own coffee and it's fresh and just bold and delicious. I'm like, wow, that is really good coffee. There you go. And the first sip isn't giving me a buzz. That's pure taste. And there's about one or two days a week that all of us, and it might be different for each Each of us. us, Yeah. I know you've said it, Jeff. I know you've said it. I know I've said it. I don't think Jen's ever said it, but we always will say, man, this coffee is just so good this morning. That's absolutely true. And I like coffee flavored things. Like I enjoy the coffee ice cream and the um, like hard candies that are coffee flavored. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy alcohol flavored things like margaritas. <laughs> well, these researchers are under the impression that that the genes that make us like coffee or alcohol aren't our taste genes; they're our emotional ones. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I don't know, dude. I... <laughs> Probably some truth to that. I believe all those uh, things. I, I was at a I was at a work conference and the hotel I was at for whatever reason the hotel bar they didn't have Woodford. And I'm pretty flexible. You know, I don't have to have wood. I can have it. Any any half decent bourbon I'm fine with. And I think I was doing bullet. I like bullet. It's a good bourbon. It's less expensive. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, I don't need to be why am I spending this money on, right? And then I went to this uh, restaurant, and they just happened to have Woodford on the menu, so I ordered it. And when they brought it over and I had that first sip, I'm like, see, that's a good burp to me. <laughs> it's, but it's just like it's my palate that matches up with we all have different tastes. Everybody likes their own. Yeah, I get it. It's like when you go and you order, you know, just a vodka tonic rare, whatever. versus a Tito's and tonic. You're like, that's that guy. That's my friend. Right. Tito. And we like coffee because it gets our energy up and... Alcohol, because it relaxes us, calms us down. Uh, and over time, a lot of us have grown to also like the taste of coffee and certain certain forms of alcohol. But these research, researchers say it's mainly because of how they make us feel. Can you tell the difference between caffeinated coffee and decaffeinated coffee if you do you were to do a side-by-side, yes. all things being equal, I think I could, too. You can, because when I was pregnant, you are only supposed to drink, um, I think, like, so many ounces of caffeine a day, if at all, because right. they don't encourage you to take any kind of, like, stimulant, and that is a stimulant. But I liked the flavor, and I had the pattern of every day I wake up and have a cup of coffee, so I switched to decaf. And it just, in my opinion, it's just, like, a little flatter. If someone, explain, if someone had switched tell. it on you without telling you, you, you would think know. you would know? Mm-hmm. We've secretly replaced Fritch's coffee with Sanka. <laughs> with Folger's crystals. <laughs> Even Tim went through a decaf phase. Could you tell the difference? How was it was that? a good decaf. I only had it a, a couple days in a row there. It was the Ver- Vermont selection from um, the cafeteria. It worked. I mean, it, 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 I needed something warm to drink. It was winter time. You know, yeah. you got that phlegm in your throat yeah. from being... Winter. Like a comfort drink. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you didn't know, you don't just get to rate Uber and Lyft drivers. They get to rate you. So if you want to make sure you keep your score high, well, don't do any of this. 
New survey asked Uber and Lyft drivers for the most annoying things their passengers do, the kind of things that get you a bad rating as a passenger. And here are the top ten. Number one, eating food that stinks. Uh, that is not what I expected. I, I knew it would be on the list. I just didn't think it would be at the top of the list. Eating food that stinks was number one, followed by either smoking weed or smelling like weed. Oh, yeah. Get out of here with that, man. This is my car. Arguing with the route. I've done that before. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know, I know my neighborhood, and I know during rush hour what roads get backed up, and I can get you out of there a lot faster so that you can get me to where I need to be and you can get your next mm-hmm. ride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, I'm not I'm not telling you to go this way to be a jerk. And you may be able to get to the location, like if you're just jumping from, you know, Clifton to downtown. By the time the person from Peebles who's driving Uber downtown figures out what the hell to do with the map. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, just drive down Sycamore and just go down to the stadium. That's where yeah. I'm getting out. And they're, like, playing with their phone. And then you're like, if you know if you take a left here, you can bypass all of that. Yeah, just trust me. Just just go where I tell you to go. We'll get there a lot faster. Backseat drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they got a rule. When I lived in New York, the rule was that when you get into a cab and you give them a destination... You have the right to tell them where to go, and they have to take you that way. So if you say, if you get in at Midtown, you say, uh, I'm going to Battery Park City, and they're like, okay. And if you say, please take 7th Avenue, if they, they can argue. They can say, oh, the 7th Avenue is backed up. The 10th is the way to go. Nine times out of 10, I trust you. You know, you've been out in the roads. Yeah. You've been out in the streets all day long. But if I do this every single day, and I know the drill, and I know that, that guy's getting more money by taking 10th Avenue down instead of 7th, no. Come on, dude. I will say most of the people who I suggest directions to are very uh, agreeable to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, slamming the door. I try not to do that. Being rude. Making female drivers uncomfortable. Not being ready to go. Uh, not tipping. Setting the wrong spot as the pickup point, And vaping in the car. I got I to go on and I got to look at my ratings. I've tried. I don't think Lyft shows you what your rating is. How do you check them? Does it just tell you what I don't know. There, were, there used to be a way on Uber I could go in and look. I'm going to pull it Maybe up. Maybe we should do that. We should check our ratings. I feel like I'm a five. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I always try to tip well. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.